Welcome to the Patient Flow Podcast, powered by Teletracking. On today's episode of the Patient Flow Podcast, we continue our conversation with Hope Stack and Harmony Robinson of Palmetto Health System, who fill us in on their accountable care units and how teletracking supports their efforts. Let's listen in. have recently assumed the role of the manager for patient-centered care for our organization and with that is the responsibility of our accountable care units and that's a model that was developed at Emory Healthcare System in Atlanta. In order to be successful you had to have geographic placement of physician team patients. The show pony per se of the model is a structured interdisciplinary bedside rounding and it engages the patient, the family, the physician, the pharmacist, the case manager, rehab therapy, um, the nurse tech, and everybody is in the same room at the same time updating the patient and the family and going over the plan of care for the day. So one of our big challenges with uh, a facility that's at 98% capacity all the time was how do we get the right patient to the right bed the first time. So if they're, they need to be placed on this specific unit because this physician group is doing these rounds and providing this patient-centered care for them, how do we get them there? You know, how do we use teletracking to support that? So we created a process where we started inputting the phys- provider group and making the bed request specific for the accountable care units just to target them and get them placed in the right place to begin with. And then on top of that, we had built into the console views for nursing on the units where they could see the provider group and they could see when patients were targeted to their unit, they can look and see, oh, hey, that's not my provider group, so I may need to figure out why is that patient coming to me. We've also created a a custom column so that they can prioritize for patient placement and communicate to them if they want the priority of patients to come into the unit. So it could be that we have a patient pending transfer into the unit, but they might be discharging tomorrow. So they don't necessarily need to take the first bed coming. And patient placement kind of takes that information and looks at the overall system still and figures out what might be the best patient for that unit. Additionally, we have console views built to support the interdisciplinary rounds. And so they can pull their screen up and review the quality safety checklist from the teletracking screen. We have like a change of shift team huddle. And so with the um, screens that are now, we have the big screens up on the unit so the team can gather around the screen and review the quality safety checklist for the entire unit. And so it really just helps provide another layer of transparency like we talked about for flow components, quality components, and anything really related to that patient. So now we can see pending discharges on the big screens and the nurse, the charge nurse, or we call them a rounds manager, will huddle with the physician group and the pharmacy and case management and say, you know, these are the pending discharges that I have for today. Is there anybody else that we need to add before we start rounds to make sure that the system reflects what's happening? And likewise, they can add in anything that changes on rounds. So they push their computer along and they can change any of the things within the system. I would think that would also have an impact on patient satisfaction. It, right. They're moving through the system. Absolutely. They're being discharged mm-hmm. in a timely fashion. Yeah, and it, and it really just helps with communication as well, too. And so the rounds, the rounds, that cyber rounds that we talked about, the patients and the families love it from a patient perspective because 
If you've ever been a patient or you have a family member that's a patient, it's hard to know when's the provider going to come or when am I going to know the plan for the day. So it really is a patient satisfier and the family as well because they can know when to be there to catch the whole team and get the plan for the day and all of that. So we've taken some of these best practices from the accountable care units now to the other floors by putting flow screens on every unit within our facilities and not only incorporating the day-to-day -day flow piece, but now we're even looking at adding the quality safety piece outside of these accountable care units to other units because it's so impactful for what we do every day as caregivers. Um, but, you know, from a flow perspective, the screens are wonderful. Um, I would highly encourage people to use them just because they, they, they provide a, a quick look for anyone. And, and from a Again, a flow perspective and for my team, the flow improvement team, coming to these units and being able to see who's moving where and when they need to move and where they're going, it really gives a, a big picture view to, to the people that need to know what's going on. It's not just about, I mean, it is just about the accountable care unit and the great work that they do because it is, it is amazing work what the accountable care units are doing and how the interdisciplinary piece of it but also taking those best practices and, and moving them elsewhere within the facility is really a great thing as well. Could you talk about how you're using analytics and how the Teleconnect interface then worked with your starter EMR? So I'll talk about the interface first because we've actually just completed our first phase of the interface. We've had to break it up into phases to kind of support our goal, our, our end goal with the interface. What we've done over the last several years is added more users and multidisciplinary users to the teletracking consoles. We've transitioned case management to putting in information into teletracking to assist our patient placement team in discharging the patients from our ADT system. We've built the forms in Cerner now that have the information that the case managers were manually putting into teletracking and we have it now interfacing over all the discharge components from case management interfacing over to um, teletracking to support the discharge dispositions and anything case management wise we do the anticipated discharge date we've also interfaced our pending and confirmed discharges so we created a a pre-discharge in Cerner, which is really like the nurse's indication the day before that they're gonna go most likely the next day. So that interfaces over to tell our patient placement to give them an idea of how many beds are gonna be available the next day. Our confirmed discharge is triggered now off of our discharge order. And so it really just helps eliminating some of the extra steps that may be necessary if you didn't have that interface in place. And we have a three-phase project outlined. So we've also built our milestones, our discharge milestones, and they are all triggered by the interface so that we can get a look of how ready a patient is for discharge, quick snapshot view just from looking at the discharge milestones and teletracking. So, and we're working now, like Hope was saying, we sort of start things on the accountable care units and then hopefully transition them out to the system. So with that quality safety um, checklist that I was talking about, they're putting all that in manually. And our next steps are gonna be to interface our admit and transfer orders and also some of the quality safety components to increase the visibility 
of those elements without requiring that extra step in the workflow for nursing. Our goal too is, is patient flow, but our, our ultimate goal also is for nursing workflow to be improved. Mm -hmm. And so the more we can integrate these systems, the more we're going to really optimize the work that they can do to take care of our patients every day. And that's one of our organizational goals is increasing touch time for nurses with the actual patients. So we're just looking at any opportunity to increase transparency of the data from within the EMR and pull it into teletracking to be able to display it up on the screens to help support quality-based care and effective transitions through the system, decreasing length of stay, all of those types of metrics. And we really have used our custom reporting, I think that was the second part of your question, to drive change because we've been able to hone in on opportunity areas. And so even like the EVS turnaround time, there is standard reports that look at that, but we've been able to create more focused reports and staff bed closures for blocked beds. We had a big focus on the discharge to dirty bedtime, which was a report that we created in CRS to look at when is the patient leaving the room versus when is the bed going dirty. And when we first started looking, it was over an hour of time lost on our discharges. And so all of that is just wasted time that those patients really needing those beds. So we've taken the approach of increasing the visibility of the data. Right. And now her team, Hope's team actually can round with those reports monthly with the managers or if they identify any opportunities, they can round on the units. And so that's really the benefit of being able to have that flow department and those flow coordinators and the leaders on each facility on each campus that can really take that data and translate it and make it meaningful to the nurse managers or operations managers to really look at improvement. So we use the CRS in our bed meeting every morning. So we have a bed meeting on every campus. Our flow coordinators um, run those bed meetings and we share transport times, we share discharge to dirty times, we share just an abundant amount of information that everyone in the room hears and everyone are your nurse managers, your charge nurses, your directors and your executive team. They are all present every day at every bed meeting at 8.30 in the morning, which is just wonderful. And patient placement is also on the line listening into these bed meetings and being engaged in this. So the custom reporting has brought a lot of transparency. And as Harmony mentioned, those same flow coordinators go to the units every month with the managers and sit down and review the reports and, and really show them unit to unit what they need to be improving on in their specific unit. The directors are now getting more engaged and they're saying, you know, I'd love you to send me this report every day. Can I have it every day? It's kind of a growing popularity thing where people are like, Ooh, what can I do to improve? And so we're seeing more engagement, which is really, really nice. And it helps tremendously for things that you create. So I'm not sure, like we have used a patient custom attributes for abundance of things, specifically the quality items and then custom categories for the provider groups. And so for me, it enables me to create reports and really dive down into what's happening on certain units. So are the right physician groups being placed or how many bed requests are are coming from attendings outside of the groups that should be going to those units and that kind of stuff. And then it helps us also to be able to look at overflow patients. So like if 
a med surge patient is sitting in a heart hospital bed, for example, like we can identify how many times a med surge patient had to be placed off service because there were just no beds in med surge. Right. What would you say are your three key accomplishments and what do you have planned next? You've done so much already. I keep going back to the flow improvement team and the executive engagement. That has driven change, period. Um, just because everybody knows they're looking. They've put goals surrounding the flow opportunities that we have at Palmetto Health, and those are also driving change. So I think that from you know, my perspective and what I do every day is the flow team that we've created and the accountability and transparency that we've gained with that. And I think just for accomplishment-wise, when I started working with the system, nobody was really working with teletracking. Like it was just a system mm -hmm. that had our patients in it and beds, mo beds moved around and somebody had to go in and request a bed. So bringing the system to a level where now it's gonna be incorporated into orientation for all new people coming in the organization and the fact that there's screens up on the units and nurses are going to the system. And I mean, I have units using it for their charge report and their quality safety checklist and their huddle. So just the actually the opportunity to bring the system to life and mm -hmm. to have it support the needs of our patients and their families. So that has been just, it's been a journey, yeah. like Hope said, and the continual growth. And so when you look at the opportunities, I mean, getting that interface started was a huge thing because it, it's just, it takes a long time to get support and, you know, to make it through all the IT parts of it and everything like that. But when you look at the amount of time that we're going to save when we complete the next phases of the interface and hopefully really be able to look at reducing those ED holding hours and PACU hours and just continuing to make improvements. So, so probably top three, the leadership engagement, the flow department, the engagement with teletracking and really the advisory services that they've provided, I'd say are the biggest things because it really has made a system that we used come alive. We used it, but we didn't work it, I guess. And now we're really working it and, and we have the people at the table that need to be at the table every day. So moving forward, we are continuing to get, engage the advisory service. We have our client success manager now that is at the table. I know he's a phone call away. He comes in and he's engaged with me multiple times throughout the month and recommendations he you know we're pouring in and really even sitting down right now with him and a process engineer at Palmetto Health and looking at next steps so we know we have X Y and Z that we need to accomplish and how do we do that in the order that makes sense mm -hmm. so those are our next steps we're about to roll out ready to move which is a big culture change. I think it's going to be a big culture change <laughs> yes. across the system. Harmony mentioned system education for all nurses at all levels and ancillary staff. That's something that we feel is very, very important. We strongly would recommend it because I think what we do is we put a system in place and we lose sight of, of what we're using it for and where we're going and the purpose behind it. So we've put system education, mm -hmm. we just wrapped that up. We have it for um, our new nurses that are onboarding, our nursing leaders that are coming into the facility, our charge nurses, and our ancillary staffs. And then we're going to also make sure we keep it in our annual training. So that's one of our big accomplishments that we just wrapped up.
then ready to move, mm -hmm. and then we have an EVS assessment, optimization assessment that teletracking is engaged and offered to come assist us with. We're really excited about what we're going to find there and hoping that we can really maximize some opportunities that we know we have within EVS. And then from more of an IT, like technological perspective, we're just going to continue to push the envelope with upgrading. We want to get to 2017.3 and we want to continue working on the interface so that we can continue to increase the amount of time that nurses are able to spend at the bedside because ultimately everything that we're doing is really about the patient and improving the quality of care for the patient and so anything that we can do really to support that uh, we are in the process of upgrading we're getting ready to launch our engagement with you guys for the iq platform for performance analytics so we're really excited about being able to take it to the next level with our real-time dashboards and the performance analytics and really just being able to take that transparency of data to a new level. Thank you for listening to the Patient Flow Podcast powered by Teletracking. We take pride in bringing you insightful conversations with the leading experts in patient flow, as well as tips on industry best practices to help ensure patients get the right care in the right place at the right time.